Tony Roberts, still around. The woman, around fifty, in a shabby coat, stepped out of a doorway on Broadway and 44th Street as I was wending my way uptown after giving a performance in a play. I don't remember what play it was, but it had been running for a while, and I do remember that she proclaimed it loudly enough to be heard at least a block away. Tony Roberts, still around. I was in my early forties at the time and didn't quite know how to respond. She didn't need a response because she was already gone, but I did feel a need to evaluate this unsought assessment and file it in its proper place. Shouldn't I have been flattered by the fact that she recognized me at all? I've never been particularly lucky at card games. I've never hit a jackpot, but I have been extremely lucky in life. Unlike many of my pals, who didn't know what they wanted to become when they grew up, I knew I wanted to be an actor before I got to high school. My friends and I enacted all the best scenes from the films we loved, having memorized our favorite dialogue. My happiest hours were spent dueling with imaginary swords up and down the alleys of Yorkville, a la the Gene Kelly version of The Three Musketeers. We pointed cap guns at each other and staged shootouts on fire escapes. I would hurl myself with tremendous velocity against a brick wall as if struck by a volley of bullets from James Cagney's machine gun. I died hanging over the rim of a garbage can. It was best to do this at a bus stop because then there were people standing there to see it. Being a teenager in the 1950s meant that you lived to go to the movies. There were new films to see every weekend, 40 cents to get in the door, and they ranged from war pictures to biblical epics and MGM musicals. The world in the movies became as real as the mundane repetition of everyday life. There was also a program on television called The Million Dollar Movie, which would replay the same film twice each evening for an entire week. That way, I could really learn the lines and repeat them when circumstances made it amusing to do so, at least to me. I would pretend to get shot at the top of the giant stairway at the RKO 86th Street Theater and grope my way falteringly to the lobby, where I was usually met by the head usher and led to the nearest exit. But while I was being thrown out... It occurred to me that certain grown-ups were being paid for what they were pretending, and were admired for doing so by millions of satisfied customers. It seemed like an ideal way to make a living. I was born on October 22, 1939, at Lenox Hill Hospital, located on Manhattan's Upper East Side, the first child of loving and happily married parents. We weren't rich, but upper-middle class, as my father would describe us. My father, Ken Roberts, was a successful radio announcer, whose voice was familiar to millions of listeners across the country. Radio was in its heyday from 1932 to 1950, after which television would become the medium of choice. My dad was the host of such hit programs as Quick as a Flash, Let's Pretend, It Pays to be Ignorant, the Shadow, You Are There, and many others. Whenever I got to stay home from school because of a cold or a sore throat, I listened to them on the radio.